Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the NBA coverage with your boy, Coach Strib, and of course, my co-host, Coach Williams or Coach Calvin. First of all, before the podcast gets started, this podcast is brought to you by Final Form Subs here. Guys, you see we have the performance pre-workout. If you want to reach, reach strength on the level of the gods, this is the pre-workout you need. If you want to get God-level strength or you need to replace a drug addiction, this is a pre-workout for you guys. <laughs> I'm drinking it right now because right after the pot, first of all, we're here at the studio live at the Blend Gen. Shout out, Zach. Shout out, Natalie. Shout out, Coach Green. Shout out, Coach Roland. We're here live at the Blend. Guys, I'm drinking this right now because as soon as we get down to the studio, we're hitting the gym. All right, but we have all kinds of things. We got a new, we have a personal care line. We got shea butter for you guys. We got stuff for your hair, scalp. We got vitamin C syrup. We got all kinds of things. We also got creatine, BCAAs, recovery, strength building, losing fat, Guys, go to finalformsubs.com. That's S-U-P-P-S, finalformsubs.com. You promo code, Coach Strip, all caps, no space. Get 10% off your order. All right. Now that the formalities are out the way, let's get into some basketball. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, those of y'all that are new, welcome. Those of y'all that aren't new, you guys know what the dealio is. We're going to start off, and we're going to go over the standings. We're going to go over leaders, and Cal is going to kick us off for our NBA highlights and news. So, First off, we're going to start with the East. The East, we have the Boston Celtics in the number five, and they number five, number one, and they are <laughs> five games ahead of the number two spot with the Miami, uh, with the Milwaukee Bucks. So, so Boston's starting to build a substantial lead here for the Eastern Conference in the standings. Milwaukee Bucks again, number two, five games behind. Then we have the Cleveland Cavaliers, half a game behind. The Milwaukee Bucks, so the Cavs potentially make a run here and take that number two spot out in the West or out in the East. Sorry, I am speaking backwards today. Number four, <laughs> number four is interesting because Knicks are still holding strong at four, even though Julius Randle is out and he is probably out for the next three to four ish weeks due to, I believe, a shoulder injury. I'm not 100% sure what the injury was, but he is out um, indefinitely. They're going to reevaluate after three to four. Weeks, but the Knicks are still holding strong there at four. The 76 are starting to slide down a little bit. They're sitting here at five. Pace bro, sitting at they, six. Bro, they lost in B, too. That's a big hit to them. They, they lost in B with the uh, the meniscus. That's right. B, uh, they lost in B in the meniscus, so they're probably going to slide down here. But interesting, the runner-ups to the in-season tournament, the Pacers are actually starting to make moves here. They're moving up to number six. Number seven, we have the Orlando Magic. Number eight, Miami Heat. Number nine, Chicago Bulls. Hawks sitting at 10. To round us out in the East, we have the Nets at 11, Raptors at 12, Hornets at 13, Wizards at 14, and the Pistons at 15. Now, for the Western Conference, which is the most, probably the more exciting and a lot of things going on here in the West, we got OKC and Timberwolves are still sitting tied at first, um, with the, the first in the West, both being 35 and 15. Um, OKC and the Timberwolves sitting up there. Uh, and the Clippers sitting at three. Not only are they sitting at three, they're one game behind both OKC and the Timberwolves. And the Clippers have won, I believe, 25 of the last 30. They're playing phenomenal basketball. They started off rough when they got James Harden went 0 6, 0 7. Now they've gone on a tear where they're going, they've gone, they've won 25 of the last 30. And that's also with Paul George in and out. 
Kawhi in and out. So it's really hard. And a lot of the help coming off the bench in Russell Westbrook that's leading to the success of that. And I would be remiss if I didn't mention Tyrese, uh, uh, I mean, Terrence Mann. I almost said Tyrese Maxey. That's 76ers. Tyrese Mann stepping up. He had a 50-point game. We'll get into that in the news and things. But guys are just stepping up for the Clippers. They look like a well-oiled machine right now. Number four, we have the Denver Nuggets. <clears throat> Number five, Sacramento. Suns sitting at six. Pelicans at seven. Dallas Mavs at eight. Lakers are at nine. Utah Jazz at 10. Round us out. We have Houston at 11. Warriors at 12. Memphis at 13. Trailblazers at 14. And San Antonio Spurs sitting there at 15. Now, going into the leaders, nothing's changed here. The points, Joel Embiid, he is out. We don't know how long, but I am pretty sure he will not be crowned as the scoring champ this season because he is going to be ineligible because he is he will be missing more games than he is allotted to be eligible. Again, for starting this year and on, you have to play at least 65 games in the regular season to be eligible for awards. And Joel Embiid's going to miss that with his meniscus. He only had, I think, five or six games he's able to miss. And with a meniscus, depending on how bad it is, he's probably going to miss more than five or six games. If he doesn't, he'll probably only have a game or two for the rest of the season where he's able to miss. So it's looking like Joel Embiid's not going to be crowned. But right now, Joel Embiid at 35.3. Luka Doncic is at number two. If Joel Embiid is ineligible, Luka will be the guy that gets the scoring title at 34.8. Rebounds, the bonus at 13. Rudy Gobert sitting there at 12.5, half of behind. Obviously, uh, Tyrese Halliburton sitting at 11.8. Nothing's changed there. Steals per game, again, Shane Gilders Alexander, 2.3. Blocks per game, Victor Wimanyama at 3.1. Coach Calvin, go ahead and kick us off on highlights to news. So, man, I'm going to get into this really quick, um, just as far as that. I'm going to go back to the to the standings and everything, man. Um, and my, just my predictions and everything. Obviously, with Joel down, um, I do see, and to be honest, man, I think he's going to be out until probably the playoffs, if he does come back, if he does, to be honest. I think they're going to save him and everything like that. Um, if he can't come back, they're going to definitely use him in the playoffs. They, if now... They may give him like a few games to get back in rotation and everything like that, but yeah, that's a big loss to them, especially with him having so many awards on the table and then him having five games and now five games to miss and now he has this. It just kind of sucks for him. But um, I think they're gonna drop down. I, I to be honest, I want to say I can see them if the Pacers keep on playing at the pace that they're doing right now. I can see the Pacers taking uh, that fifth spot and then maybe, maybe the Orlando Magics maybe slipping up too and maybe passing them. I don't know for sure, but we'll see as this goes on and everything and what transpires. Right. Um, man, the Bulls losing Zach Levine. Uh, I can see them definitely dropping a little bit too. Um, and if that whole trade comes out with uh, Murray and everything, I can see the Hawks dropping too, um, which I don't know who will kind of – I don't know, man. The Raptors been playing good here lately, so I can see them make a little push and everything to that ninth spot if everything probably goes as planned and everything. Because I think they're only they're only five games back. Hold on one second. I accidentally hit that. They're only yeah, they're only five games back from the ninth and tenth spot right now. So I definitely think that is something they can achieve. Um, going into the Western Conference, man. 
Quick yeah. point, I misspoke earlier. It was Tyrese Maxey that had the 51-point game for the 76ers, not Terrence Mann. But Terrence Mann has been playing well. But I just want to correct my <clears> – <throat> I misspoke. It was Tyrese Maxey. Tyrese Maxey has definitely been on a kill, a tear this year, man. Um, and I actually watched an interview with him the other day, and uh, he was just speaking on just like – Obviously, you know, vets giving him pointers and everything, him playing with probably one of the best centers in the league and everything like that, man. So um, shouts out to him, man, because he's definitely his game has definitely improved. And you can definitely see that through just his play and everything, too, like that. Um, going into the Western Conference, man, um, like I said, I think the Suns will probably move up maybe just one spot. It seems like their big three is kind of getting together and everything like that. It seems like they're trying to figure it out. Um, I mean, the Clippers, man, like, that's a scary fucking team right now, just to be completely honest with you. You got two of one of the best two-way players in the league right now. Then you have probably one of the most one of the most talented scorers in the league, too, that can get to the line, get easy buckets. I mean, and then you got, Ru and then you got Russ coming off the bench that gives you energy, man, like, that's a solid. That's a solid team right there, just in those four guys right there. And then you got Terrence Mann, that's been on the tear as well, and everything like that too. Yeah, coming off, um, he's been really helping with coming off the bench. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, If you look at his, if you look at his stats, it might his stats won't speak for the his stats won't give him just. If you look at his stats, he's not averaging crazy numbers. But if you look at his efficiency, and the, you know, because he's obviously coming off the bench behind Harden, um, but his efficiency is what's been phenomenal. Mm -hmm. And he can also guard the perimeter well. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Um, Kings, they doing good. I'm going to say this right now, man. For some reason, I don't know why I have this feeling, but I feel like the Pelicans will be a sleeper team in the West to make some noise. I feel like that, that is a team that can definitely push a seven-game series and everything because they compete. As long as Zion plays well, Brandon plays well, um, McCollum plays well and everything, man, if you can get a little least 20 points from those guys that's 60 points right there your bench is going to help out too as well you got um oh what's that guy's name left-handed shooter his name's like robert or something like that he's two-way player man he can come off the come off the bench he can start um i mean he can give you about 10 to 15 points too as well um you're talking about, are you talking about robinson earl yeah robinson earl earl yeah okay yeah he's a he's a solid player man um I mean, dude, and this is this hurts for me to say this, but like, obviously, the Lakers—they're still down right now, man. I don't know what's going on with them. My prediction is about the Rockets, saying that they were playing too good early in the season. You see where they're at right now; they're eleven. Um, yeah. And then, man, you got the Warriors at twelve. Um, and we just saw Steph Curry just drop sixty points in a loss, man. Um, if this continues and they don't make the playoffs, man, I I I really do see some drastic shit gonna happen during offseason with them. They they may have like a brand new team. I if this happens, man, they're definitely trading Clay. I think Draymond definitely is gonna be out of there too. If whatever they can get out of him for his trade value, I don't know where he would go, to be honest. Um, in the NBA. Um, I definitely think Clay will go to the team and everything. I just don't know what team that would be for. Um right. But yeah, man, that's that's really what I had to say about the standings and everything like that. Um, so I got to bring this to light, man. What do you think happened 
Actually, you know what? Pause on that. I'm actually going to come back because I because I feel like that's going to actually be like a good conversation. So, for most improved player of the year, who do you got? Most improved. Most improved. Yes. Who do you have? And I'm gonna tell you my top three right now. And I think this guy is gonna win it just because he's been on a damn tear this year. Most improved. Mm -hmm. uh, I feel you gotta put I feel you gotta put Halliburton in there. Yep. Mm -hmm. Just because just just because of his, his play. Oh, most improved. Um I'm trying to think of guys. I'm trying to think of guys like a, I'm trying to think of like a like a tire, you know, a Tyrese Maxey kind of guy. It's funny because I have him as my number one right now. Tyrese Maxey? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm thinking, yeah, Tyrese Maxey was a Halliburton. I'm trying to think of it. Let me think of a third. Let me give you. Let me give you three names. Let me give you three names. I'm trying I'll to. I give you two right now. I'll say Jalen Johnson from the Atlanta. Jalen Johnson. Jalen Johnson from Atlanta, and then Jalen Williams from the Thunder. Those are my top four right there. But I think Maxi by by default is going to win it just because I mean not not to discredit Halliburton for what he's doing. He's been playing good, but Maxi has been. I mean, how how right. like it's just the way he's been scoring, man. He's been playing hella good. And it's not just off of three. He's been getting to the bucket, getting to the lane. He's like, he almost, I'm not gonna compare him to, to SGA, but his craftiness is almost on that level. You know what I'm saying? I got two names for you. Okay. Cam Thomas and uh uh the guy from the Bulls. Uh, Kobe White. Okay. Cause remember Cam Thomas. Cam Thomas to start off the year was going crazy. I think, no, I, think was, I think I think I think actually was that the start of last year? Because didn't he get traded mid last year, or was that earlier this year where he he started to tear like thirty? He was averaging thirty like the first five games or something like that. I think that was – was he traded? I thought he was a part of a big trade in the middle of the season for the Nets. Where did I don't he, remember. I can't think where he came from, though. I thought he came from the Suns. Or, or was he drafted? Nah, man. I think he was dra drafted by the Suns uh, – by, by the Nets. Because I remember when Steve Nash was the coach, he had a comment and it went viral of like Yeah, he, he he did get drafted. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't the trade, but I think you could throw him off there because he went from he went from averaging eight points his first year, ten points last year. He's averaging twenty one point seven right now. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of guys. Tyre, obviously, yeah. There's, a, there's I feel like there's a hand, maybe a handful of names you could throw in there. Yeah. All right, man. This is the biggest one that I want to ask you. What the hell was going on within the Bucks organization and everything when Adrian Griffin got oh. fired? Because they. They were top three in the league. I think when he got fired, they were 13 and three. No, no, no. They're 30 and 13 and everything. What is your prediction on why you think he got fired? Do you think it was more of a locker room problem or 
Cause that 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 doesn't like like when you see that come up, you're like, right. it doesn't they're add winning. up. They're, they're they're winning. Like what's what's going on? Like so from you, what do you think? Okay, cause I'm glad you asked. Cause when it happened, I saw it. I was actually here at the gym. I saw it on the you know the breaking news from sports, and I thought exactly what you thought. What I had to, I looked it up. I was like, could have sworn Bucks were doing well. I had to look up. I was like, let me look. They were third. They they might. I think they might have been second, second or yeah. third in, in the East. I was like, this doesn't make sense, right? The math. They only lost, they, they had only lost thirteen games at the time. I was. We're 40 games in. They were 30-something and 13. I was like, this, this makes no sense. Here's what I think it is. Two of, there's two things I thought at first. Now I'm thinking it's only one. At first, I'm thinking locker room, right? The players, the players and the coach, there's some kind of disconnect between the players and the coaches or the head coach, I would say. And so I'm like, okay, maybe there's something going on. There's some tension between Giannis. Obviously, you look at Giannis. He's the face of the franchise. He's one of the faces of the NBA because he had he now you know he has with the with the Bucks he has LeBron Poole right by LeBron Poole I mean if you're the GM or the owner you're gonna go hey how, are you good like are you happy here you want to keep him so I don't know if there was tension there because you know the media oh Giannis is drawing up his own plays Giannis refused to be subbed out this and that so I'm like okay maybe there's tension but. Once I saw, I don't, know, I don't know if you saw that press conference where they asked them, was there tension between him and the head coach? He said, tension? There's no tension. I invite him to my, my wedding. Like, I invite him to my, my place. He goes, I love the guy. So, so now I'm like, okay, I don't know if there's tension between player, coach. I don't know. Unless he might be trying to cover it up and try to keep it, you know, keep it in-house. Yeah. Right. I don't know. Or what I think is something's happening back office, like separate from players. Something's happening between the GM and the coach or the owner and the coach. Or there's I think there's I this I think this is the most likely case. Something is happening, whether it was just tension, headbutting, a disagreement on what to do, where to go, who to start, et cetera, et cetera. But I think there was some front office headbutting. And then, you know, it, I don't think it was anything crazy like the 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 Ume Ikudoku or however you say his name, where there was that, you know, uh, affair going. I don't think anything crazy like that. But I think maybe just I think there's tension in the front office. Something went on that there was headbutting because I don't think tension between a coach and a player is justifiable to fire midseason. And y'all are winning. Right. If there was tension like that and they were losing, that makes sense. If they were dead last in the East and Giannis is like, no, I'll call my own place because they're losing, that makes sense. I think the media might be trying to make it seem that because there's going to be, I feel like there's going to be times when you're Giannis or we've seen LeBron do it where he calls his own player. He's like, no, nah, screw that. We're going to do this. But that doesn't mean him and the coach are at feud with each other. Right. It's just in that moment, LeBron's like, hey, I'm on the court. This is what I'm seeing. Let's do this. Right. And if you're a good coach and you're a good coach, you're like, you know what? You're on the field. What do you guys see kind of thing? So I don't think it's that because, like you said, they're winning. They're Even now, they're still second in the East, right? So I think it's front office. To me, I'm smelling front office issues between maybe GM or or GMs. Something, some, some guy that's hired, maybe a developmental, whatever, whatever. I don't know how many different positions there are above the head coach, but 
that's what I'm thinking. That's what it smells like to me. Yeah, I think the same thing too, man, because that just doesn't add up to me. Like I said, the math ain't mathing on that one. But um, yeah, it is different, man, when you're a head coach and obviously, you know, players and coaches have their differences and everything like that. You work through it. But once you right. kind of have front office issues and everything and it transpires, like obviously we don't know the situation and everything, but like once it gets to front office stuff, man, it can it can go either way, to be honest. Yeah. And um, then that's why I think another reason why I think it's front office is because we don't we don't know. Like there's no details. When it's front office, it's usually kept in house pretty well. And uh that's usually like you if, if like if it wasn't front office, I feel like we would have more information. Usually players will talk and this and that. And, but when the first reports came out, it goes apparently players were lost, you know, it was super broad. Players lost faith in head coach. How do you lose faith in your head coach if you're you winning? 30, you're winning, you're 30 and 13th, you're you're in a position to have the number one seed come playoff time if if you you know play your cards right. Like it did it didn't make sense, right? They were super broad, nothing was very specific. Of um, you know, Giannis and other teammates didn't see eye to eye with coach. It's like nobody sees eye to eye all the time. You know what I'm saying? So there's there's so much just no information that makes me think, okay, this is front office stuff, and they're keeping it in house, which they should. I'm not saying you know tell the world whatever business. I think they should, but because we don't, that's what makes me think it is in office or a uh, front office because they're keeping it in house so well. Yeah, I agree. I agree, man. But you say what? Right. Shout out Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers, is the, uh, for those of y'all don't know, Doc Rivers is the one that is the new head coach of the Milwaukee Bucks. And he's coaching the uh, all-star team. So, I mean, shout out Doc Rivers. <laughs> he's the coach for the all-star team, too. So That boy just got he's, hired, and now he's about to coach the all-star game. Bro, what? He, was he an assistant coach somewhere? Like, or like, where was he? Was he assistant coach for the 76ers? I think he was like an assistant. Like he wasn't a head coach anywhere, I don't believe. He was like an assistant coach or something. And then he gets hired as a Milwaukee Bucks head coach. And then, then as soon as he gets that, all right, you're the head coach for the, the East All-Star team. It's like, whoa. Oh, <laughs> My buddy got pulled. He knows some people. That's what let it me, seems like. Let me see this real quick because I want to know. I really want to see where he was. Because last when they swapped, when somebody posted it, posted it, he had a 76ers. Uh, obviously, he, he was the head coach there, but I don't know if he was an assistant at 76ers or maybe like one of those uh, like uh, develop like developmental coaches or like advisory coaches or something like that. But shout out Doc Rivers. He got a lot. Of, you know, he got a lot of hate for that. He got a lot of flack for taking that position. Cause I remember Gilbert Arenas was on his pod saying, like, I mean, I get his point, but he was like, why does this man keep getting jobs? Because, you know, he went to Celtics, won a championship, and then didn't do anything. Went 76ers, you know, didn't like he went went to the Clippers, didn't do anything with the right. Like, I get what he was saying, but like he, like Gilbert Arenas was like shook or didn't think he deserved to get it, I guess. Um he got a lot I of black. I think the reason why Gilbert thinks that way is just because it's his name, Doc Rivers. Like, I mean, that that name holds weight in the NBA as a coach, I think. Even though that when he was, with the, when he was a coach at the Clippers, they should have won multiple titles, in my they opinion. Have. They had 
but they didn't. And then you have, they say the big three and everything with the Celtics. That was a big four. They only came and won one, one championship because LeBron, LeBron came to the heat and fucked everything up for them. So, I mean, it's, and then, and then the 76ers, I mean, dude, I mean, he did the same thing what he did with the Clippers, man. Like they got to the playoffs and everything and they just shit the bed. I mean, yeah, I hope I that it. does. I hope that does not happen with the Bucks and everything. I just, I just hope that doesn't happen. Whatever they're doing, whatever system of offense that they're running, keep it. Don't change nothing. Just, just come in. Let them play the rest of the season. You want to add in some new stuff and everything. Do that shit in the off season. Don't fuck up what they got right now. Because we, he has a track record of fucking things up. <laughs> and he got to get through my. You know, he got to get through our boy to get to that ship. That. Jimmy B. Yep. I don't care what what I don't care what ranking Miami has. Come playoff time, if they're not top four, they're my dark horse team. I don't care okay, if they got a playing tournament or not. They my dark horse team. Let's say so. So I'm going back to the standings right now. So these are the people that I think that can give them hell. To be honest, not hell, but like give them, give them competition and everything. Right. Obviously Celtics. The Cavaliers, I don't really know about that until Darius Garland comes back and everything. I just really don't know about that one. Um, damn, the Cavs are third. Yeah, oh, wow. you, and then and then who's right after them? The Knicks. Once Julius Randle comes back, that's all I'm saying. Julius Randle comes back, and like I said, since OG and Obi joined that team, bro, they won you that. Trade. They you won that it. trade. No, I'm telling you. you. Then. The Pacers, they can give you a little rough around the edges too. They can compete with you, especially with Halliburton and Miles Turner. No, oh, Miles Turner is not. 12, 12 assists a game? That's 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 a problem. He yeah. Is a problem. He yeah, is and a don't problem. let him get don't let him heat up either, too, because he will oh he'll give he'll give you 30 points and 12 assists easily. If if you don't exactly. if you're not on your P's and Q's. <laughs> exactly. Um Miami, I'm telling you, Miami. Oh, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go out on a limb. I feel like the Magic can push a six-game series just w- w- with who they have and everything. I, 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 I disagree so. with that one. I can't go for I that I think one. so. They're too young. I think they're too young for the for a playoff push with the Bucks against Giannis. So? Yes. I think they're too young. I don't think they – I'm not saying they're a bad team. They started off good, great. They were third. They were third. But like we, like we talked about with the other younger teams like uh, Houston – they could maintain that momentum, and then you got to think about it. You got Giannis. Don't forget it. They also have Dame time. Dame time on the perimeter. You got Giannis, and you still got Chris Middleton that'll give you a bucket in the mid range, and he's he's playing better. So I mean, ugh, that's tough. That's tough. I, don't I still, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm saying that because I'm a Magic fan. So, <laughs> um, tough. then obviously, yeah, we got the Heat. You can never count that man Jimmy out. So. Never, as long as I live. Uh, yeah, that's about it. Cause the rest of the teams really ain't shit. So I'm sorry to say that, but it's true. <laughs> oh, is that is that is that all we got? That that that's all I got. Until next time. Yep, Until we're something. Our, we're coming up on our on our time here. So, ladies and gentlemen, we appreciate you guys for tuning in. On this week's recap um, of the NFL, uh, I always do that. I be switching in and out between the NFL and the NBA coverage. But um, guys, check us out. We're on YouTube, IB Talks Podcast Network. We're on Spotify, 
Apple mute, uh, Apple Podcasts, really just Spotify because Apple and Google are getting rid of their podcast platforms soon. So Spotify, IB Talks Podcast Network, like, subscribe. We're trying to grow, guys. Again, finalformsubs.com, y'all. They're just subs that are really support the pod. We can keep dishing these out to you guys. But until next week, we'll catch you guys next week. And don't forget, ball is life. We're out. I'm going to chase my